Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is 7 News with Ann Sanders. Good morning. The residents of 36 Melbourne suburbs from 10 postcodes woke up to life in lockdown as new restrictions are introduced to stop the spread of coronavirus. The state has seen 77 new cases of COVID-19 in just the past day. Paul Darsley is in Broadmeadows for us this morning. Good morning, Paul. Locals there are being left in no doubt as to what the new restrictions mean. Yes, Anne, and this is what they've woken up to. Police checkpoints around their suburbs, around those 10 hotspot postcodes. Police pulling motorists over, asking where they live, asking where they are going, trying to make sure this virus is not spreading outside Melbourne's most dangerous suburbs. We are now 12 hours, almost 12 hours, into these new restrictions for four weeks for almost 300,000 Melburnians. And this will be very hard for them over the next month or so because stage three lockdown restrictions mean that they can only leave their homes for four reasons, like essential shopping, exercise and work or study. Another big issue for Premier Daniel Andrews is the quarantine system for returned travellers, which has sparked a cluster of new cases in quarantine hotels, some in security guards there. Big questions being raised over those private contractors and their training with suggestions of fraud, charging the government for shifts that never happened and paying guards cash. The problem's so big the Premier has asked a retired judge to head up an inquiry. And as you said a few minutes ago, our latest figures were released. 77 new cases. That's Victoria's highest in more than three months. You've got 415 active cases, all of which are infectious. Obviously, we've identified them. They're in isolation. Their close contacts are in quarantine. Uh, but it's an indication of a very large number of people who um, have acquired it, which means there are other infections still to be found out there. Uh, and they're all at risk of transmitting to others if we're not doing the right thing. Here in Broadmeadows, the priority is containing the virus. So this checkpoint will be here all day. Hopefully, and later in the day, we will find out from police if they have found any lawbreakers. Paul Darsley reporting live from Melbourne. Thank you very much, Paul. There are increased biosecurity measures at Sydney Airport this morning, with visitors from Victoria checked to see if they're from any of the 10 lockdown postcodes, as well as filling out a form declaring they're not from a hotspot. There are identity checks and temperature testing. I suppose you've got to do it because it's, you know, for everybody's health. But um, it's a bit daunting. The first was temperature check, then after that they asked us, like, if we've been in contact with anyone with COVID or flu-like symptoms. We just had a temperature check as we were boarding off and postal code check as to where we were coming from. 
The Berejiklian government is threatening fines of up to $11,000 and six months in jail for anyone breaking the border controls. New South Wales residents who have visited the hotspot suburbs must quarantine for 14 days or face similar penalties. Queenslanders currently in Victoria are returning to their home state ahead of new rules kicking in tomorrow, which forced them into two weeks lockdown. Everyone who enters the Sunshine State will have to declare if they've been to Victoria in the past two weeks. Tamara Bow reports. Well, checkpoints like this are expected to remain in place when the Queensland border reopens to interstate visitors from next Friday. Already, hundreds of police are stationed at dozens of border crossings here on the Gold Coast, and those numbers are expected to increase, if not double, in the coming days as these new restrictions come into place. Each interstate traveller will need to be checked for a declaration that proves that they haven't been into Victoria in the past 14 days. Uh, there are also calls for Queensland to return home to the Sunshine State as soon as possible. They only have until midday tomorrow and then they will need to isolate in a government-mandated hotel for up to 14 days, all at their own cost. The Prime Minister is also expected to address the border wars at tomorrow's National Cabinet meeting, which he says is ostracising Victoria and ultimately going against the economic recovery of Australia. Thanks, Tamara. Two people died when fire tore through a yacht that was moored at a wharf in North Geelong overnight. Arson squad detectives have been called in as police work out how the fire started. Tegan Dolling reports. Police divers have just entered the water here as they investigate this deadly blaze. It was 6.30 last night when firefighters were called to the wharf. On arrival, the yacht, which was tied up, was well alight. And it wasn't until firefighters climbed on board they found the body of the couple, believed to be in their 50s. We understand they had been living on the yacht in this spot for the last couple of months, but had been pulling into a number of docks around the peninsula over the last couple of years. They were friendly and um, you know, there was no... Uh, problem with them at, at all except that they were in a place where they weren't supposed to be. As soon as I heard it I thought well it's probably an LPG problem that um, LPG is dangerous on boats. As for today, a very lengthy investigation with the arson squad and search and rescue team. The boat is actually only being kept afloat by some floaties and they need to get it out of the water as they continue to investigate just what caused this deadly blaze. In breaking news, we have pictures just into the newsroom of a major police operation in the Newcastle suburb of Maryland. Heavily armed police surrounded a house in a suburban street for several hours this morning. We've just heard the siege is now over. The man at the centre of the drama has surrendered without incident. A high-profile celebrity manager has been charged with defrauding music star Guy Sebastian of more than $1.1 million. Titus Day has this morning been granted bail over the alleged fraud. Natasha Squarey reports. Celebrity agent Titus Day is facing a staggering 61 fraud charges. He's accused of defrauding his former client Guy Sebastian of more than a million dollars over a seven-year period. It's believed he didn't pass on portions of payments to the singer-songwriter between December 2013 and April this year. 47-year-old Day was arrested at his Bondi home just after 6pm and spent the night locked up. I think they like to think they'll get away with it, but um, as you know, uh, these things just don't go away. It was brought to the attention of police by the victim and we built on the information that was provided to us. 
The pair parted ways in 2017 and has been involved in a long-running dispute centred around money after Sebastian claims he noticed discrepancies in his payments. They're also suing one another in the federal court, claiming they're each owed hundreds of thousands of dollars. Sebastian has acknowledged the charges today, saying he's absolutely devastated and these charges are a sad vindication of his position. Actor Jeffrey Rush will receive his defamation payout of almost $3 million after the Daily Telegraph lost its appeal in the federal court. The newspaper defamed Rush by claiming he'd acted inappropriately towards an actress on the set of King Lear. In April last year, Rush was awarded $2.87 million over a series of articles. Victims of former movie mogul Harvey Weinstein could receive compensation payouts after a multi-million dollar settlement. The deal has, seen, has been celebrated as finally giving survivors some justice, but not all of Weinstein's accusers are happy about it. US correspondent Paul Caddick reports. Good morning, Anne. This would be another significant legal victory for Harvey Weinstein's accusers. Nine women who sued the convicted rapist have now reached a settlement that, if approved, would see the establishment of a victim's fund worth the equivalent of around $27 million Australian. Anyone with an allegation against Weinstein since the late 1980s could file a confidential claim with accusers released from any non-disclosure agreements. This settlement is for any woman who was abused by Harvey Weinstein. She need not have come forward before. She need not have told her story in the press or had filed a lawsuit. It's a very, very positive thing to come out of an incredibly complicated situation. And it has the potential to really make a difference for a lot of women, women that uh, were harmed by Harvey Weinstein. But other accusers have called the settlement a sellout. As part of the deal, Weinstein will not admit any wrongdoing and he won't be paying the accusers himself. The payouts will come from insurance companies. Those backing the settlement say this outcome was as good as it was going to get. Potential payments could range from 10,000 to more than $1 million Australian, depending on how many people apply. Convicted in February in New York, Harvey Weinstein is serving a 23-year jail sentence and he still faces other sex crimes charges here in Los Angeles. A gunman has opened fire in a Sydney home where eight people, including six children, were inside. A 17-year-old girl suffered a minor laceration from broken glass during the shooting in Guildford around 5 o'clock this morning. Police have set up a crime scene on Woodstock Street and have appealed for any public information about the shooting. A ninth person inside a granny flat wasn't injured. After long resisting wearing a mask in public, President Trump now says he has no problem putting one on. During a television interview, the president again repeated his belief that COVID-19 will just disappear. And although Donald Trump said wearing a mask should not be compulsory, he'd have no problem wearing one in a crowd. I mean, I'd have no problem. Actually, I, I had a mask on. I sort of liked the way I looked. OK, I thought it was OK. It was a dark black mask and I thought it looked okay. It looked like the Lone Ranger. The president has only been seen wearing a mask once on occasion. 
Early polling has given Russian President Putin strong support to stay in power until 2036. 76% of voters have supported Putin in a referendum, with 42% of the votes counted. To ensure social distancing, voters had seven days to cast their ballot. Critics say there was no independent oversight of the vote. Putin says he doesn't plan to be president beyond 2024, but he must have the option to do so. 370 people have been arrested after mass protests against new national security laws in Hong Kong. The reforms make undermining authority in Hong Kong a crime punishable with a life sentence. Police fired water cannons, tear gas and pepper spray at the demonstrators. Ten were arrested under the new laws. The protests also mark the 23rd anniversary of the handover of Hong Kong from Britain to China. Prince Harry has surprised the recipients of the annual Diana Awards to honour young people who've made positive changes around the world. Harry dialed in to the online ceremony on a special day for the young royal. Sarah Greenolch reports. Well, on what would have been Princess Diana's 59th birthday, her youngest son, Prince Harry, delivered this surprise, very passionate video message from his new home in L.A. on behalf of himself and his brother, Prince William, praising young people who were trying to make a difference and instigate change in the world. Prince Harry also touched on the Black Lives Matter movement, praising young people who were fighting against what he described as institutional racism, especially at a time, he says, when there is so much division, isolation, and anger in the world. Like many of you, she never took the easy route, or the popular one, or the comfortable one. But she stood for something, and she stood up for people who needed it. This is the first time the Diana Awards have been held virtually. They were created back in 1999 to acknowledge young people for their social action and their humanitarian efforts. 184 inspirational kids were acknowledged today and Prince Harry said his mum would have been fighting in their corner. One of Powerball's biggest prizes of the year is on offer tonight as it jackpots to $15 million. The huge sum has been steadily building after four weeks without a Division I winner. It's the third largest Australian lottery prize so far this year. For a chance to win, tickets must be bought by 7.30 tonight, Eastern Time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.